This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, there's a report today that you've been informed that your last game is personal. That is not accurate. You know, I have not, um, you know, I have great communication with ownership with George and Ted and, and Ryan, but uh, I have not had any discussions. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Back here on BetQL Daily, I'm Alex Goldfeld, in for the Joes, of course, Aaron Hawksworth with you. And we want to specifically welcome our listeners in Chicago. You guys have probably heard some of that audio quite a bit here in the last 24 hours or so, listening over on the bet, WCFS HD2, and our listeners over in Detroit on the bet WXYT 1270 AM. Of course, uh, the Bears taking on the Lions. That line has moved a little bit. The Bears down to two-and-a-half-point favorites over at FanDuel. Again, set our, our first game a little over three hours or so from now to kick off the Thanksgiving slate. Of course, the, the Lions always on Thanksgiving. I know, Aaron, you have some thoughts on that a little bit later on as we're, we're always watching the Lions here. But what a, what a mess in, in Chicago. Of course, the reports at one point over the last couple of days that Matt Nagy, this would be his final game coaching for the Chicago Bears. Uh, the ownership group denying that, saying that that's not the case, that this has not been uh, he has not been told that this is his final game. Uh, this is about as bad of a Thanksgiving matchup, though, we can get when it's Andy Dalton. And I, now it looks like Jared Goff is uh, going to get this start here for the Detroit Lions. We're not going to see TB12 again. We're not going to see Tim Boyle. Oh, I'm so sad about that. I know you are. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, the Jared Goff news was refreshing for me because I've been on the Lions. Um, so is Jake Hassan. Uh, we want them to win outright. Um, so he's got Lions money line. Um, the Lions are a mess, though. But I do like this situation for the Lions. National TV, they're at home. This is their best chance to get a W. Um, the line was three and a half. A lot of people took the hook. Then it came down. Now it's two and a half. Um, oh, nine and one for the Lions. Uh, you would think this is just a terrible, terrible team. And they are. But they've been competitive, Alex. They have been in games. Um, they're six and four ATS. So Mr. Biting Kneecaps has his squad <laughs> competitive each week. I keep thinking, when are they going to get blown out? But they, they have been in some games, you know, so you have to give them credit. They keep fighting. And I don't see them giving up now. Why would they give up when they have this Thanksgiving tradition? The Lions always play on Thanksgiving. This is not the week to give up against a Bears team that's a complete disaster right now. Reports that we're hearing that Nagy has lost the locker room, that he's either getting fired tomorrow or at the end of the season. 
a little unclear when it's happening, but it seems like it's going to happen. This is probably just going to be a gross game. Uh, both teams are 7-3 and three to the under. Uh, I did make a little prop play uh, for tonight. DeAndre Swift, over 66 and a half rushing yards. He's looked pretty good. Um, and when I did this, I didn't know who was going to be the quarterback. Was it going to be Boyle or Goff? But Swift has been able to find some holes. I think the Lions offensive line has been playing pretty well. So I took Swift over 66 and a half rushing. DeAndre Swift going to be very popular today for for those looking at some prop bet opportunities. And and also, if you're playing over at FanDuel and doing some daily fantasy today, I'm sure he'll have quite a bit of usage, which will be interesting to see how that pans out for a lot of people today. So I'm on the opposite side, though, on this game. I actually like the Bears, especially now it's down to two and a half. I had it at minus three. Uh, I like it at minus two and a half here. And the the reason why you're right that this seems like the last opportunity for the Lions to get that win. They've been very close. They've arguably played better than the Chicago Bears in the last month. There's no doubt about that. But I still look at, even with Jared Goff being back for this team, I I go back to the earlier matchup this season. And I know the Bears are playing a lot differently than they were in in early October. But that was a a, a 21-0 lead for the Bears at that point in time. They still ended up winning by 10 points. and So it's hard for me not to go back to that earlier season matchup. And, And if you're looking at the Detroit Lions right now, Yes, they've been close. They should have beat the Pittsburgh Steelers instead of tying in that football game where, where really, I guess, both teams should have lost. I, I just look at Chicago with all the noise. I, I know there's rumors of, of guys in the locker room done with Matt Nagy and everything like that. But I, I think in this game, there's a lot of spots where everybody feels like the, the, the tires are completely off the, the bus and everything. I, I believe the Chicago Bears cover the two and a half in this game. Uh, this would be one of those mm. where – if you want to use a teaser for your Detroit Lions, if you want to you want to tease them up, I'd be interested in that. Uh, but as far as with just a straight play, I like the, the Chicago Bears minus two and a half. I still like it at minus three, as a matter of fact, as well. I mean, the, the, the under is another play. Uh, you mentioned how yeah. it's going to be an ugly game. I think that's an area where where you have to look at under 41 and a half. The, the total opened at 43 and a half. In this I was just going to say it's come down. So I don't know if I like it as much as I did. Um, but to your point about the Bears, I, I feel the opposite way. I, I don't if, – if the rumors are true and Nagy's lost the locker room, why do they get up to play for this man? They have to travel on Thanksgiving. They have to play on a holiday. They're going to be annoyed. They're so frustrated with this organization. They're not getting up to win this game. Mm-mm, I'm not buying it. It's just, are the Lions close enough in talent to begin with? I mean, is that because if it if it's just off of They've the idea, the Ravens and some really good teams. I, I know they've like, been I feel, in some close games. I feel like they're a slightly better. They should have probably three wins. There's they've they, been in some games that could have gone either way. No, no question. There's been some close ones, but like bad teams find ways to lose as well. Like that's my that's my struggle. Like I feel like. The Detroit it all Lions stops will find this week, Alex. That's where you're <laughs> look, wrong. Look, for for your sake, I, I hope you're right. I, there's plenty of people that that are on the, on the same page as you. If you take a look where some of the the money is coming in at, at this point in time, I think it is a very popular play. The Lions. That's also part of the reason I'm I'm fading them a little bit here. I like the Bears. There's a, a pick 'em contest that we do here at, at Odyssey as well, nationwide, uh, with some of the Joe. I think Joe's on that. Both Joes maybe uh, are, are in that as well that I do with them. I'll be picking the Bears outright in this. I expect to be one of the few that, that don't pick 
the Detroit Lions in this, and so hopefully that doesn't come back to bite me. So I, I also agree with you on DeAndre Swift, though, when it comes to the problem. Not necessarily a play on the yardage for me, but anytime touchdown, uh, depending on where you when oh, you yeah. got this, the at FanDuel, anytime touchdown was plus 130. Believe last check it's down to almost even money, so that's something to keep in mind. It's one ten plus one ten. Wow, a lot of people are, are are hammering that. I think David Montgomery's even got better odds than that to be the anytime touchdown for the Minus Chicago Bears in this. Yeah, now that's too David much juice Montgomery. for me to. Like, I can't even yeah. mess with that. I, I'm I'm not messing with away. David Montgomery. I'll, I'll stay away as well. Chicago's. Allowed I mean, what you could touchdowns. do is a fun same game parlay. You know, FanDuel offers the same game parlay. Um, you could you could put together a couple things. We could do that for the show as well if you wanted. Um, so you like uh, DeAndre Swift plus one ten. What else could? How do we think these quarterbacks are going to be doing? Should we look at do some we have quarterback a props? Yet? So do we, do we have a number yet? Because as last check, because Goff hasn't officially been announced as the starter, he's still questionable. It was Ian Rappaport of NFL Network late last night reported that signs are pointing towards Goff actually getting the start. But at, at least as of last night, I know FanDuel did not have any uh, passing yard prop for Goff yet. Have, yeah. we, have we seen? Is it anything Goff, yet? Goff yeah. is up. Goff is up. Oh, he so is? Okay. Two, uh, I mean, we haven't got an official word that he's in, but 210.5 is the number. Jared Goff, two ten and a half in this game. So I, right, so I don't like two twenty and a half. Just so I, I lean on the so Andy Dalton. I, I have a lean there under two fifteen and a half. At, at one point it was two fifteen and a half. Yeah, I, I, like it opened at two twenty one and a half on Andy Dalton. I, I if I'm going to play on any of the quarterbacks here, just because of it's Jared Goff coming off the injury and a little bit of an unknown there, and if in fact he even plays, which I, I guess the expectation now is that he's that he's going to. It's been bet down. Uh, the Lions have the 13th ranked pass defense this season. They give up around 248 or so yards per game through the air. But I, I think the Chicago Bears in a low-scoring game uh, are going to run the ball with David Montgomery a little bit more. I don't expect Andy Dalton to have a huge game passing. I lean under on that. And Jared Goff's total, I kind of is a pass for me when it comes to his passing yards. And you are leaning to the under on the total? or and now a half. That it's... Yeah. Because I was looking at home team total points, away team total points. <laughs> so what's the team um, total for the? What's the? Yeah, yeah, what's the team total? The Lions for... is twenty, and the Bears is wow. twenty-two. It's just so gross. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean this. This is what we typically have come to expect with Thanksgiving Lions football, and and the only way I'm concerned about the the total to me because I really like the under. The only way I'm concerned is is more if DeAndre Swift just just gets going like we've seen him been able to get going and he's end up to have a couple long touchdown runs because I think that's what it's going to take for this for this game to get up and more towards 47 or 48 points and have an issue with the total I just I just think both offenses are going to be very conservative we know that's how Nagy plays Justin Fields uh, isn't going to play in this game and even with Andy Dalton while he's a more experienced quarterback I don't I don't think they're going to give him much of an opportunity to take many shots yeah I mean the only other oh go ahead can I interest you guys in a scoreless quarter bet? If you shop Ooh, around, okay. you can find that at plus 205. Scoreless. Any first quarter? quarter? Any quarter or any first quarter. quarter? Any quarter. Oh, I like first, that. I can do you see like that? any quarter. First, yeah, I mean, and I, I mean, if I, I feel like that's – and that even could be in play right out of the gate. First quarter, yeah. nothing, nothing, tie. It's Thanksgiving Everyone's morning. Everyone's sleepy. Yep, exactly. Jared Goff coming off an injury. I mean, I, I like that. At plus, you said plus two hundred. 
205, yep. 205. Wow. Good job, Paul. I, try, I like I that. I tried to do one of those. What, what game was it? Was it the last Lions-Bears game? It was a recent <laughs> Bears game. I think it was Bears-Steelers, maybe. It did not work out. Someone was able to score even just the field goal uh, in each of the four quarters. But it could be worth another look. Something to consider. Mm-hmm. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I was also saying, just as we were talking about Matt Nagy around this game and the, and all the storylines, of course, with his future in Chicago. Now, this is from an offshore book, but uh, the next coach to be fired, or the first head coach, I should say, wouldn't be the next, it'd be the first head coach to be fired. He, of course, is the favorite right now at minus 150. And Urban Myers, plus 200. Joe Judge, plus 600, just in terms of the, the first NFL coach to to be fired and some of the offshore books that are out there. And it's, it's you know, there's a point in time back in week three, week four, where everybody was sure that oh, Urban Meyer was definitely going to be the first guy fired. And then, of course, the John Gruden emails came out, came out and, and things kind of calmed down. Jacksonville was able to get a win. His future in Jacksonville will be interesting, but, uh, yeah, Urban Meyer no longer the, the favorite to be the first coach fired. We, we all agree that he's going to make it through this season. I don't think Urban Meyer has anything to worry about to get to Week 18. I know. It's, it's interesting how quickly the whole Urban Meyer thing died off, that narrative. I mean, the national media was all over that. Of course, when he didn't get on the plane with his team, we all saw what happened. And then all of a sudden they won a game and it's like, oh, okay, I guess he saved his job. Um, but how that whole situation is just so awkward for him there. I don't know how it pans out big picture long term for Urban Meyer there in Jacksonville, but he seemed to have saved his job for now. I mean, they also the front office looks bad if, you know, they fight. I mean, either you had to fire him right away for that or you're rocking right. with the guy. You know what I mean? Because you can't – I think it looks a little weird if you then wait it out and get rid of him. It's like either – Right. I, I don't, I don't think it comes even from like, – to me, it'll be whether or not Urban Meyer just pulls an Urban Meyer, right, at the end of the season, where it's whether it's health issues, whether it's something else that he says he's got to spend more time to to focus on his marriage or whatever. Like That's my concern because otherwise I actually think heading into next season – from a ownership standpoint, they would go ahead and roll with him. Now he'd be on the hot seat entering the season, and if they got off to a poor start, then maybe it's a first yeah. month and a half or so firing. But at this point, I think the waters have calmed enough from a management level, and you make a good point. Like That was their opportunity earlier this season to go ahead and fire him for that, for, for that reason. So with the yeah. way they've played, which has been more competitive, and of course their win against the Bills – a week or so ago, I, I think he's all right. Like, even at 150, Matt Nagy, I, that, that's my bet. He's he's still going to be the first coach fired at, looking at Matt Nagy. I don't think it's going to be Joe Judge, despite Jason Garrett, uh, who's the first so, scapegoat there in, in the, with the Giants organization getting this let go might be a stupid OC. question, but like, when does that first coach to be fired, when does that not in play anymore? Does I, that, I believe does it. Does that make sense? I, yeah, I think, I mean, typically once you get to, you know, even right right after the, the week 18, you know, there's the, the you know, what is it, Black Monday or whatever they call yeah. it in the NFL. I, I believe that 
that still counts, right? I mean, that'll, that'll so still be like it. So it's just like until until one gets fired, is that what the bet is? Or is there an end date, an expiration date on that bet? I, th- I mean, because we know there's what, five, six, sometimes seven coaches fired every single year. It's just how it works out. And so it's yeah. an offshore book. It's not anything that, that's offered here, you know, stateside. But I, I, no, I think it's just flat out that Monday or that Sunday night at the end of the season, if nobody's been fired, then you go ahead and cash your ticket. That's the only part where if you don't believe anybody gets fired truly in season, then it gets iffy on, all right, was it was it the Giants who released the press release first or was it the Bears? Exactly. But I feel like exactly. that that's where it's going to get awfully tricky. But the Bears, Lions, I mean, thinking of Nagy's future, I mean, if they lose to the Lions after losing to Baltimore in that instance last week, then then certainly you have to wonder if those reports were, were very much true. But I like the Bears. You like the Lions, so we're going to find out how that, how that one goes today. I like the Andre Swift, though. I'm with you on the Andre Swift. And uh, we'll see if we put together a little same-game parlay. But I like what Paul brought to the table there with a scoreless quarter. A scoreless quarter. That bodes well for my my total as well, under 41.5. We're just getting started here, though. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. It's BetQL Daily. What about Thanksgiving, though? Some of the traditions. Something we want changed, perhaps. And I got one more question for you coming up next here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.